thanks for joining us again here on Simpleton Review. We've got a wonderful review coming your way, but first of all, let us introduce ourselves. Why don't we start with Simpleton number three? Who are you? I'm Simpleton number three, and I am Lemuel Edwards. Lemuel Edwards. Simpleton number two? I am Charlie Gibson, Simpleton number two. And I am the one that matters the most. That's why I am Simpleton number one. And as everybody tells me, Humility is one of my better qualities. Yes, indeed. <laughs> well, we're glad you joined us. I'm joking, of course. I'm very humble, and I'm a simple guy, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> we, look, welcome. E welcome. Everything is fine. Okay. Welcome to, to 2020. It's hey. If you've seen The Good Place, you get the joke. But if you haven't, I'm sorry. You need to go watch it. I'm just saying. We're going to talk a little bit about a movie that's on Netflix. In, it's a it, it's an amazing movie. I'll just say that, first of all. It's a movie called I'm Thinking, I'm of, thinking ending of Ending things. things. That's right. By director Charlie Kaufman, who is famous for movies such as being John Malkovich and uh, Eternal, Eternal Sunshine. Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Of the Spotless Mind, that's the, correct. That is such a long title. But it have is you, such a good movie. Have you seen any of those movies, Lemuel? No. You've never Actually, seen Actually, I have... I have the one on USB now. Which one? Right? Isn't that the one? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Yeah, that one is, um, well, it's depressing. I mean, let's be honest. But it's a good movie. Uh, I think it's one of Jim Carrey's, actually, his better roles that he's done. Uh, being John Malkovich is just <laughs> freaking weird. I am telling you. I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I look, I think Malkovich had just the time of his life doing that movie i really do because i absolutely yeah, yeah I think it's like adaptation that. another good one with nicholas cage yes nicholas cage huh oh yes. he's in gosh. a new movie coming out soon actually i saw yeah so let me take uh let me bring up uh, uh, uh some information here on on who is in um i'm thinking of ending things which you know the guys here here's 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 a little inside baseball i am blind but I have my glasses off because it looks like oh, I have white Actually, buggy eyes. Uh, so right now I can't see anything. So I'm looking at my screen going, eh, eh, eh. <laughs> Hold on. Let me put my glasses yeah, on for just Jesse a minute. It's Jesse and Jesse, isn't it? Oh, there we go. What's that? It's Jesse and Jesse in this film. Jesse and Jesse? Jesse and Jesse. Yeah, yeah, the guy's name's Jesse and the girl's name's Jesse. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So it <laughs> it's from it's from a novel by the same name. It's called I Think of Any Things. And it stars um, Jesse Plemons, who uh, I've seen him in a few roles. But the biggest role I know of that he was in was um, uh, Breaking Bad. He played one of the bad guys in the last uh, couple seasons of the show. That's uh, where I knew his yeah. face. And, and he's from. also in Grand. Yeah, he is in Fargo. Fargo but, season two, he plays well, the butcher. See, some of us don't have access to those okay. kind of shows. So, <laughs> you know, you right? also got to see Black Mass. He plays the best thug in Black Mass. Yeah. You know what? He, I, I, every time I think, every time I see Jesse Plemons, he's like a cross between um, Matt Damon and uh, <laughs> um, uh, what was the guy's name? He passed away. Uh, he was both. He was in Talented Mr. Ripley along with 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 uh, uh, Matt Damon. What was his name? Seymour, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah, he's like uh, a, like if you like mated those two, like if they had a baby, like a love child, a love child. 
<laughs> okay, all right. He's like a he's like a brother of the family, you know, the distant cousin. Something. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I, I'm pretty sure it's a direct descendant from Matt Damon and and, and Anthony. Uh, Hoffman. Okay. If they had a kid together, it would look exact. It would look and not only look but talk and act like Jesse Plemons. I hope you never see this, Jesse. I really do, because you. Know. <laughs> and Jesse Buckley, I'm not sure what movies she's see. been in. What movies has she been in? He's in a bunch of BBC stuff. She's played some TV shows, and and uh, she's in a couple of movies. I I I wasn't familiar because I don't know that I'd seen them. Okay. Um. But uh, yeah, she was really I, I good. Just, I, I have seen it. her in in uh, um, what was it? The Woman in White. That was a BBC, um, uh, uh, masterpiece theater show. So okay. yeah, watch that. She was okay. excellent role for her. Well, yeah, that so. Yeah, and then uh, Tony Collette and David uh, Thewlis. Uh, Tony Collette, uh, oh, I have seen her. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I haven't seen her a lot. I have seen her in a movie recently called Hereditary. That was odd. Uh, oh man, blow your mind kind of stuff. I, I don't know if you guys have been stuff, watching. Huh? Uh, so these guys uh, are are, uh, are my simpletons. They're my main simpletons, and we have a website. And I have been releasing my top five. Top five. There we go. Uh, scary movies, and I don't know if they've been reading the post or not, but this made it to number four. Uh, Hereditary made it to number four on my list of scary movies. It is terrifying. I mean, because you never know if it's actually demon possession or just mental illness. It's just terrifying in that it's hmm. scary it scares the crap out of me anyway and of course those of you who know anything about harry potter that evil show harry potter will know who david um thulis i guess is how you say his name is right let me yeah, know. professor lupin professor lupin yeah professor, professor lupin. lupin yes the werewolf dude, dude. I, yes i yeah. saw him and i was like oh no <laughs> Why? I'm not because I didn't know if I was going to be able to watch the movie and not think of him as Professor Lupin, or if I was going to be able to watch Harry Potter after this and not think of him as this guy. Right. Well. But I think it'll be pretty untainted, and it was untainted in the movie. You can really he plays a really different character. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the let's talk a little bit about the movie. The movie opens up with um, this lady, um, <laughs> the girl. Um, standing on a, on a street corner waiting for her husband or her husband, her, her, boyfriend. Uh, her boyfriend to show up and they're going to go to meet his parents. And so um, the first part of the movie is about 20 minutes long or so where they're driving down the road, um, snowing, and they're having this conversation. It's an interesting conversation. It, 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 it goes between her thinking uh, and them conversing. And there's this weird like, like almost – like fingernails on a chalkboard thing that happens to me at least where she's talking and he like interrupts her. Yep. Interrupts her every time, every time when he's talking, like he doesn't, you know, so it doesn't like, she doesn't resolve in her talking before he starts talking. And then there's this whole part where he, where she recites this poem that is weird and morbid and, and depressing. And, um, it's really not her poem, although she says it's her poem. It's actually a famous poem by a famous poet, but, um, they arrive at his house, his parents' house and things just get weird from there. Um, it, it's, it's just tweaky. I, I don't want to give too much away because this is a movie you really need to see without a lot of, um, a, a lot of plot twists given away because the whole movie is really, um, it, it's it, a mind it, game. It's a mind game. So the bottom line is there's this girl who's thinking about breaking up with her boyfriend, and we'll just leave it at that. Um, But we can talk about a little bit about a few of the scenes. What was some of the scenes or some of the the way things were recorded that was the most interesting to you? I'm going to go cough now. 
there was like other than the radio there was no music yeah yeah there was that nothing. caught me that that was weird to me i was like this is very until, until the montage at the end yeah that's yeah. true intentional and it was a presentation so yeah yeah so <laughs> what do you think um I mean, there's some significances here, right, going on with this whole movie. We've got to be really careful yeah. that we don't give away what's going on here. We really, really do. But um, strange things start happening to this woman when 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 she arrives at his parents' house. Like, the dog. The dog is freaky. Like, he doesn't stop shaking, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> and then there's a whole scene where they're like okay let's go sit for dinner and they go sit for dinner and then she turns around and they're already sat for dinner with this huge massive feast laid out and she's like where'd all that come from well first yeah. like, oh we're probably not gonna eat we're probably not gonna yeah eat. we're not gonna yeah. my, mom's, my mom's not healthy it's yeah horrible cook right now yeah. or uh i hope you're fine with you let's get snacks on the way that's right and they don't right. stop yeah <laughs> yeah and then there's and then there's uh uh you know like the, and then the, time seems to go back and forth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a it's big time. Yeah, it's a, it's a whole time. Like you said, it's a time thing. Like you just like, what is going on here? What is this movie about? It is really and what I just want to bring up one point. Like I said, I just we can't tu- we can't touch on too many things here because it's just no spoilers. But what were the scratches on the door? That part I can't figure out. Like there's got to be some sort of something going on there and i can't I, let's not even not answer that because we'll right yeah we'll probably give yeah. it away if we even talk about the scratches or like what we think they might be so maybe we shouldn't even talk about them but yeah probably i'll tell you it's a, it's an interesting movie there's some scenes in there that are really kind of terrifying uh well done um there's a scene where he takes her to uh his barn his where he grew up in, in his, his, his parents house and they start talking about dead sheep what are they what's going to happen to the dead sheep out there and <laughs> and then the 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 pig story is like yeah that was gross okay but then there's a i mean but then the pigs come back into it right at the end of the movie yep. we'll we'll leave there we'll leave that there as well but it is it's a mine i i can't say that word here on television so I'm uh, see, i mean i, I could i was but thinking of it friendly. When it started, it flowed a lot like a standard Charlie Kaufman movie where there's a lot sure. of dialogue, there's a sure. lot of back and forth, it's very emotional. There's and like... then it starts, you know, and then in all of them, um, they always have a dramatic twist. I mean, when you see John Malkovich, when you see Adaptation, even when you see Eternal Sunshine, there's like a dramatic shift near the end. Yeah. And this one had it too, where it went from being a Charlie Kaufman movie to a David Lynch film, <laughs> where all of a sudden you, know, you get the the dancing montage, the 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 cor- the him singing to the crowd. Yeah, I mean, all that was just weird filming, yeah. uh, and it was just like you know, yeah, it was definitely more of a David Lynch feel at the end. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I, I agree with that. I, I think one thing that I, I really felt when I was watching the movie is that, um, like. Charlie Kaufman needs to get out of his own mind <laughs> and yeah. maybe go explore the world around him. I mean, he, you know, there's this maybe whole... learn some grounding techniques, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Look, yeah, look, okay. So let me, I know you talked about the fact we were chatting, uh, on, on, um, uh, on text and you didn't like the fact that the movie did not resolve. 
right? No. You just like that. There are so no. many movies like that. I, I like when they don't resolve. I, I guess it's because I like you, jazz too, right? What's the thing with jazz? Jazz doesn't resolve. Uh-huh. That's what I like in some of these movies. I you mean, sometimes, I, sometimes anyway. I like it when that happens. I just felt like in this case I was wanting a little bit more of a payoff. It felt the, it felt like there was way too much buildup for that. That was my thing. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, maybe that's the point, right? I mean, I don't know. Yeah, Look, maybe. Charlie, Charlie Kaufman, he, he's, a, he's an interesting director. There's really nobody quite like him. Um, but he does have hits and misses. And, and you know, the, there are times where his movies are just absolutely brilliant. And then there are other times it's like, yeah, try again, Charlie. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. That's, that's, the, way, that's the way I feel. So I, I think we need to stop right there before we give away too much of the plot because we just we want to stay away from the spoilers especially in a movie like this where the where it, it's really important that somebody goes into it without understanding what's going yeah, on yeah spoilers because, could absolutely ruin it yeah because if they don't then they're just gonna be like oh okay well i, I knew what that was go- gonna happen the whole time you know we don't want that so let's go ahead and then give our scores i will start i think this movie is pretty dang good i think it's thought-provoking um there there's there's this sense of um, just I don't know, like for foreboding that that Charlie Kaufman can do pretty well in his movies. Like you just don't know what's real and what's what's uh, not real in his movies half the time. You know, um, he bounces back and forth so much you just don't know what's fake and what's what's uh, supposed to be grounded in reality on on some of his shows. So I think he did that really well. So I'm gonna stick this movie with a four. And um, I would say I highly recommend it. How about uh, you, Lemuel? Let's go with you. I'm going to give it a two and a half, I think. Okay. I'd recommend I'd recommend watching it. It's definitely worth the watch, but I'm not exactly certain I was the target audience. Um, well, I don't think I related to audience? some of the themes. Uh, the target audience would be people who are a little older, I think. Why? Because they're... I don't know how much this would be of a spoiler. I just feel like you'd be thinking more about what this film is about at, as you get older. <laughs> I think that was kind of the point, is that he wanted a younger audience because of the plight of, of like the position of creating... Uh, of, of the person of the young girl. And like that's fair. That that was one thing I he was trying to draw in and make it a very spread audience for that, um, just because he started with youth and and uh, uh, and we're talking you know college age you know she yep. looked like she could be sophomore in college so you know early twenty something so yeah 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 I I I agree with that uh, totally on that Charlie so what score do you give it I give it a three, uh, a three. It, it was it was one that it. I wouldn't watch it again just because, you know, it's not as interesting to me. I do like, I, I did like a lot of the shooting. I liked a lot of the takes. It's just that, meh, you know, it's like it, it is the the foreboding. I don't watch those movies a lot. So <laughs> you know, the things that are like so heavy and um, aren't necessarily a boost. I mean, I want to watch something that's entertaining and like uh, I'm going to, I, you know, I get more of a kick out of it, you know. Okay. But, definitely watch it once i mean it is definitely one to watch once and i probably will watch it again probably in a couple of years or so yeah kind of like oh yeah that's kind of a cool cool little uh, scene there and uh it's one that you'll pick up more and more every time you watch it so yeah 
Yeah. I'm glad I have the ability to edit these videos. So like, <laughs> yeah, more than me likely too. at this point, Charlie's face will be on the screen and not Ashley's butt. <laughs> oh, she's blushing real hard yeah. right now. <laughs> <laughs> Either she wants. Well, she was just, she didn't, the cat was getting into her food. She had to do something about it real if quick. If she wants, if she wants, I could plaster her butt all over YouTube. It's fine. I can do that. I don't think she wants that. <laughs> she's very uncomfortable right now. <laughs> oh, my. I love what things can pick up on a, on a camera. This is just, it's really entertaining. So, all right. Well, we're going to go into what we call pop culture happiness. Okay. I don't know. That was kind of weird. We, Let me we should get like a soundboard or something and do like little sound bites. Yeah. Well, I should. <laughs> yeah. Doing this and like, I had yeah. I bought one back when we we're doing K&A radios. Remember that machine? <laughs> I, I mean, they were the worst <laughs> cheesy sounds. I don't entire. think that would work with today's technology. Yeah, probably not. Real. It was like, it was yeah. like cheaper than an eight bit soundboard. <laughs> no, actually some of the sound I, I can, with my video editing equipment, I can, I can, We'll see what I can come up with. Let's just say that. Look, my oh, videos, yeah. I feel like my videos are getting better every time. So that's good, right? That's good. That's true. All right. So uh, Lemuel, bring, uh, tell me, what is happiness for you? Um, yeah, happiness is the Monster Hunter movie trailer came out, and I can make fun of it all I want. And that's why I'm happy about it, because that <laughs> looks goofy. One of my friends did. Okay, one of my friends described it as it looks like Resident Evil is being brought to the Monster Hunter universe. And I mean, that's the same actor, so there's that. It was rough. <laughs> it was well, not okay. <laughs> okay, but you just saw what, what was so cheesy about it? I've uh, seen the preview. I didn't think it was that cheesy. They're trying to make it so that there's some weird dimensional connection between the Earth and the Monster Hunter world. Mm. And like have some weird story with that. And okay. I mean, maybe I'm a dweeb, but I feel like it'd just be easier to just like, here's the world of Monster Hunter. This is why this happens. They slay some monsters. It's a fun blockbuster. I don't want a story, really. I just want to see right. cool monsters get killed. Right. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Here. I just want to show you my shirt. It says, yes, I am a spoiled husband, but not yours. I am the property of a freaking awesome wife. You can tell who bought this shirt, right? She was born in April. She's a bit crazy. I don't even know what else to say. She scares you sometimes. If I if I push that shirt up anymore, y'all are going to see the moobs. You don't want to see those. So Okay. Well, that's an interesting. So we're all going to laugh at Monster Hunter movie when it comes out. Oh, Charlie, yeah. what is, uh, what's your happiness? So I'm... I, I've been hanging out with a guy at work. His name is Jr. and he's uh, he's Jr. Who shot yeah. him? Uh, nobody yet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Any, anyway, he's a, a collector of pinball games, and mm -hmm. so yeah, I, so I've been like following up on pinball. So uh, over in Seattle, there was a a, a, a hangout, a bar that had um, um, uh, video games and pinball, and uh, they had to close for COVID. Uh, they closed down for a good month or something like that, and uh, uh, they reopened. the They totally renovated the place and put in uh, uh, restaurant seating and everything, so that way they could do the social distance thing. And um, they just didn't like it as much, so they went back to trying to um, in, reintroduce uh, games. Mm -hmm. So the one of the one of the employees came up with uh, um, uh, an idea of putting foot pedals in for the flippers and for the um, launch of the of the uh, pinball so mm -hmm. that way you can actually play this and and not use your hands at all so that way you're not uh, 
uh, leaving germs or anything, and you're just stomping on the pedals, and sure. and uh, it, it took off. So it's it's kind of kept them alive, and uh, they're wow. still running at fifty percent capacity. So <clears throat> sure, sure. Violate and or yeah. not violate any sort of statutes, and uh, yeah, that's that's my my first part but the second part is like also pretty hot um jr jr (laughs) told me about his uh newest purchase and that is uh jersey jack's new pinball game and it is guns and roses guns and roses Roses. (laughs) awesome so So what's the gameplay like then so the gameplay is like you're trying to get the multi-ball and do the jackpot things and uh um but the 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 field that it plays on has like inst- like uh, uh, guitar guitar necks and and heads and and uh, uh, all the characters in in different different outfits and stuff and uh, they got a, a mimic jumbotron on the on the uh, upgraded levels um, so it actually and they actually took like um, hundreds of hours of uh, uh, the um, tours uh, uh, video mm-hmm. and implemented it into the game. Oh yeah! While they're playing Dang. "Sweet Child of Mine," you know, or or uh, "Live and Let Die," you know, all the lights are going crazy. The um, the the spotlights are all directional and, and like shooting all over the board. Oh yeah, that's probes awesome. are running in in sequence. So you know, it, it, no fog even, machine. Even the even the promo was fun to watch. That's and that's watching the cool. first guys play was fantastic. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. I, I'm going to have to play that game. That's pretty awesome. What would even be better <clears throat> is if at some point Axl Rose jumped off the stage and beat somebody up for taking a picture. That would be <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> what was funny is that this whole thing was uh, they did it in collaboration. Like uh, the, the, the makers were on the phone with Slash. Oh, yeah? Like, on a daily Ooh, basis for nice. a while, you know, touch and go. Um, they actually got um, one of their uh, um, like uh, poster producers to actually do the cabinet work on the outside. Oh, yeah? Wow. Oh, yeah. No, they went way over the top with this setup. Nice. So, <laughs> so did they give uh, each member of Guns N' Roses uh, their own machine? Uh, I'm, sh- I'm, sure, I'm, I'm sure that they got one. That would have been pretty awesome. No doubt. That'd be pretty awesome. <laughs> so my happiness consists of, uh, oh, yeah, 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 right. I was going to share this. You know what? I got to get my, uh, my glasses back on so I can see what I'm doing. But, uh, <laughs> well... Uh, no, I'll just leave them off because it'll look weird if I don't. Oh, what was that? That was weird. Did you see my video there? It was crazy. Okay, All right. Like so, uh, y'all know who um, John McClain is? Yes? No? No? John McClain? <laughs> Die Hard? John McClain? Oh, yeah, yeah. John, John McClain. McClain. Yeah. So, yeah. anyway, so there's this show that my family has made a tradition of watching every Christmas Eve by the name of Die Hard. Came out about 1988. It's probably one of the best action adventure movies ever made. If not the best, it's hard to beat. It still holds up. It's 30 years old and it still holds up. But uh, they made a, a diehard battery, which is a is a car battery. Yeah, <clears throat> you sell them at Sears. Yes, they made uh, a vid- a commercial with John McClane in it. And not only does it have John McClane, but Argyle, the the Cadillac driver, ends up making a special appearance. Which I think is pretty awesome. Nice. And not only that, the nerdy computer guy that breaks into the safe, he actually makes a special appearance in the movie too, in the little commercial. So they show it, the condensed version on TV, it's only about 30 seconds long, but it's like a two minute commercial. So if you really want to see it, go to YouTube and check it out. Uh, really great commercial, really well done. Um, yeah, it. There, I, 
look, it's I think it's really funny. And I think Die Hard was smarter than heck to come up with. I mean, look, it, it just makes sense, right? But Die Hard did a really good job uh, marketing that commercial. So we'll leave a link to that, uh, the the full commercial in the show notes and and check it out. It's pretty dang funny. Well, this marks the end of another Simpleton review. Hope you guys enjoyed it. That was, uh, I'm thinking of ending things. She says that line about 10 billion times in the movie. So yeah, it's really hard to forget what the name of the movie is. Um, but yeah, you find it on Netflix free of charge. It's part of their package. It is a Netflix original movie. Charlie Kaufman, if you like him, if you like being John Malkovich, um, those movies, then you're going to like this movie. More than likely, <clears throat> it's a little more depressing than some of those other movies, quite honestly. But uh, yeah, check it out. It's really good. I gave it a four. Charlie gave it a three. Was that right? Yeah. And Lemuel gave it a 2.5. 2.5. Because he's a loser. <laughs> <laughs> we all have like our that. opinions. I don't, know. I don't know. I hope you guys have a wonderful week. I am Simpleton number one. And I am Simpleton number two, Charlie Gibson. I'm Simpleton number three. Don't forget to subscribe. Check out our website, simpletonreview.com. You can pick up some awesome swag. Look at what Charlie's wearing over there. You'll know what kind of awesome swag we've got. Uh, Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, Listen to us on the go. Find us on Facebook. We are everywhere, and we want to connect with you. So get in touch with us. We'd love to hear from our fans, even if you want to tell us how badly we do, which is fine, because I know that's what most everybody wants to say. Yeah, that's fair. Y'all have a great week. We'll talk to you later. Okay. Bye. 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 Bye.